Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Here we go. Welcome to our number one of the Ben Maller radio program, which is really just a podcast. We do it on the radio, but we mainly put it together for you to listen to on demand at your leisure. You can listen to this show and you're doing it right now. We thank you for that. So here in hour one, get to the show, Ben. All right, I'll get to the show. Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin saying that speculation about his, his Steelers future was unfounded. Is that based in any reality? Also, what needs to change for Mike Tomlin if indeed he does continue on going forward as the Pittsburgh coach? And we'll pivot over to the Bayou. Why did Pete Carmichael, longtime offensive coordinator of the Saints, get whacked from his job in New Orleans. We'll talk about all that and more right now. Here it is, our number one. It is Decision 2024. Well, kind of. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, chilling in the audio world. As we know, the hay is in the barn, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond, on the vast and uproariously powerful microphones of FSR emanating live 
From the other side, the other side of the tracks, that's where we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our headline to begin the festivities on this all-night red-eye flight, we start with our lead story out of western Pennsylvania, the fallout from the Steelers getting trampled by Buffalo. And now we've learned that Mike Tomlin has given a career status update. What's that all about? I assume you've heard by now if you've been paying attention, but perhaps you were that kid that didn't pay attention in school. So we have learned that Mike Tomlin will be back. I'll be back allegedly, to coach the Pittsburgh football team for another season. Uh, That is uh, what he apparently told the team. According to various reports, there was a team meeting the day after the damage had been done in which Mike Tomlin, in addition to letting everyone know that he would be back on the team, he also said that speculation about his stepping aside was, quote, unfounded. Okay, let us discuss the question for us for the honorable electorate. The question is this. Mike Tomlin saying that the chatter about his Steeler future, which has gone on the last month, two months, was, quote, unfounded. Is that based in any kind of reality? So I'll go first. You can chime in later. I'll I'll give you how you can chime in later in a few minutes. But to answer the question, Mike Tomlin saying chatter about the Steelers' future for him was unfounded. Uh, That is not based in reality. I've got gas company, cubbies, and pet boys. If it is reality, it's an alternative reality. How about that? It's not my reality. It's an alternative reality. Now, this was not unfounded chatter about Mike Tomlin. Uh, Not at all. Not at all. It was fair game. And what what are we doing here? I saw Tomlin, his comments that, that bounced around. I was like, are we talking about... The Twilight Zone, picture, if you will, a world where Mike Tomlin's name is being bandied about, connected to various TV jobs, the old, I want to spend more time with my family. He's going to consult with his family before he decides whether or not to come back. All of that, and then the Steelers go out and they lay an egg against the Bills, and Mike Tomlin has a hissy fit. He's stormy and storms off the stage, huffing and puffing, right, when asked a basic question about his job status in Pennsylvania. How is that unfounded? In what world is that unfounded? Can you let me know I'm not that bright? Seriously. How is that unfounded? Mike Tomlin, with the part of the story that came out here the last 24 hours, Mike Tomlin is working for the gas company. He's gaslighting you. He's gaslighting me. He's gaslighting everyone. Psychological manipulation. He's attempting to sow seeds of doubt making you and I question our own memory, our perception, and sanity. All, right? all these insiders, that were, oh, Tomlin might not be coming back. They're not going to fire him, but he might not be coming back. That was all unfounded, all unfounded. Yeah, right, that's the ticket. All right, now page two. So Tomlin, if you are to believe the scuttlebutt, subject to change, will come back. We'll believe it when we see it. He's going to talk to the media in the next couple of days. But what needs to change for Mike Tomlin as we advance forward 
in time. So what needs to change? The Steelers consistently a playoff team, also consistently sucking in the playoffs. So the Steelers right now have learned how to tread water. They're not treading water in the cesspool. They're treading water in the ocean of mediocrity. That's the ocean. Not the Pacific, not the Atlantic, the ocean of mediocrity. And from what we are hearing here, uh, the the Steelers have just allowed, in the last five playoff games, last five playoff games for Mike Tomlin, they allowed the highest total points allowed combined in any five-game playoff stretch in NFL history. And that goes back a number of years, but the Steelers have always bragged about their defense. Well, they didn't have their best player, T.J. Watt. Okay. So they have nobody else. Their player's gone. They, nobody can fill in. Now, my advice to Tomlin as we move forward here, not that I have any skin in the game, is to take a page out of the Cubbies manager's old playbook, Joe Madden, and his philosophy when the Cubs won the World Series was try not to suck. And that would be a good start for the Steelers because they have sucked in the postseason. I remember a few years ago, Tomlin lost to Jacksonville and Blake Bortles in the playoffs. I would have fired him right there. If I'm not mistaken, Tomlin lost to Tim Tebow in the playoffs as well. But the last five playoff games, Steelers have allowed 202 points defensively. 202 points. Now, Tomlin, at this point, and it's been this way for a while, he is a tenured professor. Never a good thing. Even by Steelers standards, things are starting to get a little wacky in the Berg. They are. I'll tell you why. Here's the the number. I think we mentioned this the other night in a previous episode of the show, but Chuck Knoll lasted 12 seasons after winning his fourth championship in the glory days of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He lasted 15 seasons after that. I was just talking the other day to a, a friend of mine who has covered the NFL for a long, long time. We were talking about how things got really stale with Chuck Knoll, but they wouldn't get rid of Chuck Knoll. They kept him around. They, sh- they should have gotten rid of him at least a few years earlier than they did. And here we are at another fork in the road. You've got Mike Tomlin, who has currently lasted 15 seasons after winning the lone championship that he has with Bill Cowher's leftovers in Pittsburgh. Now, I like Tomlin. I'm a fan. He's good for what I do. But that is a massive gap when that is supposed to be the standard in Pittsburgh. And then you have the Komodo dragon in the room. Now, what is the Komodo dragon in the room? Mike Tomlin being called out for the culture. It's all about the culture. Running back Najee Harris, not a very good player, says the Steelers need to change in-house rules, is the way he phrased it after their latest Playoff loss. So what does it mean when you say you need to change in-house rules? What does that mean? Mike Tomlin, to me it means that Tomlin is too fast and loose with the rules that Najee Harris played for Nick Saban in Alabama, and he wants more of a hard-line experience playing for the Pittsburgh football team. That This has been the argument. It's been one of the arguments. The Steelers make the playoffs every year, but the players do what the hell they want, when they want, how they want. They can show up to meetings late. They can cut corners and Tomlin looks the other way and gives them the benefit of the doubt, and they make the playoffs, so who the hell cares? Now, the last word here. We're going to pivot away, 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 away from Pittsburgh. Headline from the Bayou, Coaching Shakeup 2.0. Coaching Shakeup 2.0. Now, earlier this offseason for teams that were eliminated as we head into the divisional round during the regular season, Jacksonville fired their entire defensive staff. They kept the coach, but they got rid of all of the defensive assistants, blaming them, putting the finger on them 
for losing in Jacksonville. Now the Saints have said bye-bye to their offensive coordinator, Pete Carmichael Jr. Goes back a long, long time with the voodoo boogaloo in New Orleans, but he's out. Offensive coordinator gone, Pete Carmichael. Several other, several other high-profile offensive assistants have been shown the door. But Pete Carmichael has been there for a long time. So why did he get whacked in New Orleans? Well, this was a sacrifice. It was deja vu, but not the nudie bar. It was deja vu because in Jacksonville, they sacrificed the defensive staff to save their coach, Doug Peterson. And now in New Orleans, they sacrificed their offensive coaching staff for Dennis Allen, for Dennis Bleepin' Allen, who's inevitably going to be fired anyway. Now, I don't know much about Carmichael. He's been around for a long time. I don't know whether I can coach his way out of a paper bag or not, but he survived the Drew Brees era and a couple years after Drew Brees left. But the thing that did in, the thing that did in Pete Carmichael in New Orleans was Cars Land. Not the kind at Disneyland, the other kind, because the Saints offense needed to go to Pep Boys. Uh, they did, right? They were, they were missing in clutch moments. Where have we seen that before from Derek Carr, the coach killer? In the red zone, you had smells of burning, leaking, and overheating. The car was malfunctioning. The Saints got to the red zone a lot. They were really good this season going between the 20s. In fact, they were in the top 10 in red zone opportunities. But in converting those red zone opportunities, they were close to 20th in the NFL. That is a junkyard jamboree. So who's next? A lot of connecting of the dots. There was a rumor a couple weeks ago about John Gruden. So is it going to be John Gruden? Highly unlikely, and here's why. Gruden, you talk about being at a fork in the road. John Gruden has an active lawsuit against the NFL. Remember they leaked all those emails to get John Gruden removed as coach of the Raiders, and it worked by Big Brother. They leaked it to like the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, friends of the league office there on Park Avenue in Manhattan. So John Gruden's got this lawsuit, which... Oh, by the way, he's winning at this point. He's winning the lawsuit. The NFL's tried to get it thrown out of court several times. I believe it's in the Nevada State Supreme Court, and then it'll keep going up. The NFL's going to try to delay, 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 because John Gruden has the, he has the goods. And more importantly for the NFL, they do not want the rest of that email to go into discovery because if this goes high enough in the court system and it doesn't get thrown out, then John Gruden and his legal team will have access to every single email. And you want to you wanna take a bet, just between me and you, that there's a lot of other stuff in there that's really nasty about people that right now are seen in the good graces of the NFL. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say yes. And I think you agree with me on that, right? So the NFL wants to keep that under wraps. The, the issue for Gruden is this. Does he want to slay the dragon, take down the firewall around the NFL, take down the shield, do damage because the NFL ruined him, or does he want to take a position that at this point is beneath him? He's a head coach and and become an offensive coordinator, offensive assistant. You get to eat a lot of gumbo and po' boys and all that, but you know you're you're not going to be the head coach, although it likely would be eventually. But you, you damage your lawsuit because the NFL is going to say, well, yeah, you sued, but they do the whole yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, you know, it's not that. But you got a job in the NFL. You weren't blackballed out of the NFL. You got a job. You weren't ostracized. You were given a job by the New Orleans Saints. You know, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. 
Calm down, Chucky boy. What's wrong with you? Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. It is the Ben Maller Show. You want to comment on that? You are more than welcome. Lines are open. Speakeasy rules are activated, but we would love to have you give us a buzz. Also on X, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. We have not even played the divisional round of this 2023 into 2024 postseason, but already, what if I told you that we already have the signature moment of the postseason? It's already happened. That nothing can top what has already happened, and we will give that to you. We'll get to it, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough 
introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. The Ben Maller Show is a collaborative effort. You're invited to communicate with those of us on this side of the microphones. You can follow your host on X. He's at Ben Maller. And you can post that and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason, your news guy, your announcer guy. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Chef Boyardee. That's Cephalosa. And now live from the TireRack.com. Why save that? And now live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Settling in for a long night's journey into the wee hours of the morning. Maybe we're already in the wee hours of the morning, depending on how you look at it. And why do they call them the wee hours? Inquiring minds would like to know. We started with the latest stylings from Mike Tomlin, who gaslighted the Steeler fans. That's not very nice of him. The reports from state-sponsored NFL media that Mike Tomlin is going to be back and the reports of him leaving are unfounded, completely unfounded, even though everyone for the last three months has been, somebody's feeding that information out, somebody's tossing that out into the atmosphere, but it's all unfounded. It's all unfounded is what it is. Okay, I'm sure I'm sure that's the case. Uh, who do we have here? Let's go to the great uh, unwashed Femi. Our buddy Femi writes in from the Twin Cities, number one Uber Eats driver in Minneapolis. There he says, great Maller monologue. Ben, imagine John Gruden, Jim Harbaugh, and Bill Belichick in the NFC South in 2024. You would have an overload of content for your Maller monologues. I'm all there for it. Longtime Pittsburgh Steeler apologist Bill writes in. He says, uh, Maller's starting off uh, bad. Uh, he says, uh, Najee Harris, not a very good player. Come on, Ben. He, he had a pretty good year. He rushed for over 1,000 yards. Sure, we Yinzers in the Berg would like to see more, but he showed improvement, and he's a good egg. Yeah. Okay. You win terrible take of the day. Terrible take of the day. Congratulations, sir. Come collect the prize. Terrible take of the day for Bill. Yes. Do you understand the 1,000-yard threshold if you play 17 games? It was kind of bogus anyway with 16 games, but Najee Harris played in 17 games and barely went over 1,000 yards. That ain't great. That, that's not great. He's, he was, when he was drafted – highfalutin Alabama pedigree, all the hardware that he had at Alabama. Right? The projection was this guy was a first-round pick. You drafted a running back in the first round. The Rams drafted a running back in the fifth round, and the guy the Rams got is better than your guy. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Najee Harris. He's a nice wow. guy. Great. That's wonderful. JC writes in from... Minnesota says a perfect 10 out of 10 on the Maller monologue. Uh, Personally, I think the Steelers would be foolish to let Tomlin go. They won't find a better coach elsewhere. The GM needs to help him out, get him a halfway decent quarterback. Everyone says that, but look at the stiffs that are still alive in the playoffs this year. You've got Baker Mayfield, who conceivably either he or Jared Goff are going to end up in the final four of the NFL. You've got Brock Purdy, Mr. Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant, who's guiding the 49ers. And then you got a guy that sat there and got hemorrhoids on the bench in Jordan Love. 
for several years. And one of those guys is guaranteed to get to the Super Bowl this year. None of them before the season, you would have said, that's a great quarterback. That's a really good quarterback. Nobody would have said that. None. Uh, Rory writes in, he says, uh, Mike Tomlin uh, has slowly turned into Jeff Fisher, had great success early in his career, but once he lost his quarterback, he has been subpar. The Steelers need to do the right thing in clean house. Yeah, good luck on that. And uh, do not think that uh, that will be happening. Do not think that will be happening. Uh, our friend uh, from Rhode Island writes in, she says, uh, Maller, I'm listening, listening live. There you go. She's a fan of Benny versus the Penny. Well, thank you for that. Chip in the Q's writes in, says, A-plus on the Maller monologue. Personally, I do not believe that the Steeler organization has the stones to fire Mike Tomlin. Just a hunch. But it seems they do not do things like that. Well, yeah, it's pretty obvious at this point, considering that Tomlin, based on uh, the record of the Steelers and what they've done in the playoffs, you would say, eh, probably, probably not long, probably not long for any other job. But here, he's hanging around. All right, let's go to the phones. And we'll say hello to Mike in Maine, who's in the leadoff chair. Hello, Michael. Welcome. Hey, so I want to uh, congratulate Mike Tomlin on another playoff season. Uh, people in Minnesota love that guy, and there's a reason, because he was there for one season. Um, and I'm a Vikings fan of Maine. <laughs> Think about that. Can I, ask um, you why? Can I ask you why? Why is that appealing? you got to pick your teams here in Maine, you know? Well, I know that. But, I'll go. Well, most, most of the time, I get two things. You pick a team when you're a kid. You usually do it because somebody in the family likes the team, or you like the. the My dad used to live in Connecticut, and so well, that's I close to Minnesota. Up. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, well, so and my dad used to live in Minnesota, and he he was from Connecticut though, yeah. and then we moved to Maine. But yeah, I mean that's that's the origin of it. But I got you. Okay. Right. Tomlin was the defensive coordinator under Childress. The first year Childress was there. Do you remember Brad Childress? Anybody remember him? That guy I've, tr- I've tried to forget Brad Childress. Yeah, same. Um, I think he was in the UFO or the XFL. I'm not sure which one. but that, I mean, that, here's the thing. It's one of those things where, it's, yes, you need a new mindset, right? Um, then you have to fight over the, the feeling of, like, how good is Tomlin? Because he would go on to something else, obviously. And people in Minnesota really want him back. Like they were, that we rue the day that we got rid of him. He's uh, he's not going back. Okay, he's uh, maybe he'll he'll go back. You know, he'll go back. He'll go back for one of those airport seminars, and he can you can go down to the airport. What is an airport seminar? (laughs) What does that mean? You never seen those airport seminars, right? Those snake oil salesmen that go to the airport and say, you know, here's how you you know make ten million dollars on real estate, or you know. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Um, did you see that Indiana just put a basketball court in the airport? That's pretty sweet. Oh, I, yeah, I saw it for the All-Star game, right? They put a basketball court. Yeah, but yeah, but can you imagine getting on the plane after some guys played 5-on-5 five five and he's, he's sweating his, his ass off? You know what I mean? Well, I don't know how often you fly there, but there's a lot of people on the plane that ever, smell but... like ass. So yeah, I don't uh, go every, every flight I've been on, there's a lot of that. And they don't play basketball. They not, just naturally would... smell like that. What? Yeah, I know. I know, but would yeah. you not stop for like two minutes and watch like a five and five high tempo game at the Indianapolis? You, th- <laughs> you think there's high tempo basketball? It's I would hope. Of, that's what I'm. That's probably a bunch that's of middle aged dudes who are waiting for their yeah, flight and they're playing basketball. Yeah. Fat and sassy. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, it'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Right, you should, you should fly. Arnie, right. Arnie Spanier would do it. Yeah, Arnie. Arnie's a great example of a guy. I, I would do it if I didn't have to get on the plane. But you don't sound like you're I wouldn't do it being out the plane either because I'd be weird. But you know what I mean? Wow! <laughs> yeah. Listen to you. Plus, a lot of people don't travel with basketball shoes. They, they travel with, like sandals or something like that. Yeah, right? someone brings a solving on, like as yeah. like they're in loving basketball. This is my prom date. Hey, it's my carry on. Like, come on now. Like, well, who's yeah. going to ba- who's going to have the basketball? And I'm guessing they're not allowing shirts and skins at the at the airport there in Indiana. Ooh, maybe they will though. Maybe they might. <laughs> you never know. So. All right. Thank you. Go away. Uh, uh, there's Mike. Uh, look at that. This guy uh, could be an exceptional caller, a regular exceptional caller. We'll see if he has the staying what? power. I don't know. He's new. He's only called a few times. I, I thought there was uh, there was something there. Maybe. There was a little spark. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Well, some news involving Jim Harbaugh. What's the latest? Well, a day after the Atlanta Falcons interviewed Bill Belichick, they interviewed Jim Harbaugh for their head coaching vacancy. Meanwhile, there are reports. Sorry, my condolences, Eddie. My condolences. Uh, Meanwhile, there are reports that Harbaugh is engaged on extension talks with Michigan and seeking language in the contract that would give him immunity from being fired for any findings stemming from multiple ongoing NCAA investigations. Yeah, he wants all that 
All the money fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. Yeah, it is. Mean, if you can get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can ask for anything. If they're dumb enough to give it to you, that's a good job by you and bad job by them. It's the way the world works. It is the Ben Maller Show as we continue on. And we go further and further into the night here. Later on, we will have an amazing edition of Mallard of the Third Degree. That's an hour two, too much or not enough. In hour three, I'm told Iowa Sam is back, so we'll have the Iowa Minute. Uh, he's back. Uh, and we have a password. Ooh. The word game is right. That'll be an hour four password. And too much or not enough and whatnot in hour number three. Okay. So we have that to look forward to. There you go. Justin in Cincinnati says, breaking news, it is cold as F. He says he would like to have global warming. He's complaining there. Eugene in Chicago writes in and says, Ben, the Clippers look like they are getting ready for the uh, Tuesday showdown against the Lakers. Oh, please. The Lakers are below the Clippers in the standings. Who cares about them? Uh, And they play on Skid Row. A nice win against the Thunder, Eugene says. And, uh, oh, yeah, congratulations on getting the All-Star game. Yeah, I, I I loathe the NBA All-Star game. I'm glad that it's going to be at the Clippers Arena, but that's fine, and everything's great. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. The NBA All-Star game is akin to the Pro Bowl games. You know where they play, like, softball or whatever they play at the Pro Bowl? It's so stupid. Yeah. Uh, Ferg Dog says, noted Lakers superfan Eddie Garcia better start showing the Clippers some respect or else. Now that is a good take. By Fergie, who rarely has a who? bad take. That's Ferg Dog. Who? He rarely he used to he was Ferg Dog, he became a cat, he transitioned back to a dog, and he's back to being Ferg Dog. And I don't know how you can do that. I didn't think that was possible. Now some people were making a big deal. I don't I don't want to forget this because people were sending me messages. I can't believe Steve Palmer. Uh, Steve Palmer, the richest owner in American who? sport, in actually global sports, Steve Palmer said the Clippers, when they move into the Intuit Dome, the Taj Mahal of basketball that they're considering tracking fans who cheer extremely loud for the Clippers that that stand up more during games and they're going to offer them discounts at the team store so they'll hook them up with like discount because they already mark up all these NBA teams and all these sports teams mark up the price by like 170% so they'll lower it to 140%, giving you a 30% discount. But I love that. Steve Ballmer, man, he is cultivating a fan base, the real fans, the working class fan, Clipper fan, the elitist Hollywood SOBs. Uh, that's the Lakers. Clippers are all about just the hard work, hard perseverance. That's what they're all about. Now, uh, my favorite moment of the NFL playoffs has happened And I hope you can hear this. We're going to go to the audio tape on this. This is the signature moment, a Tampa Bay Buccaneer news conference. Todd Bowles is at the desk. The Buccaneers getting ready with our friend T.J. Reeves and their traveling party to go to Detroit for a matchup with the Lions. And listen to the reporter ask Todd Bowles a very interesting question about what we can expect this weekend in the divisional round for Tampa Bay. Take a listen. The weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures. <coughs> in the Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? They got a dome. 
I don't know. <laughs> um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus going under the thing, so we'll be okay. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. So, just for the record. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I don't, I don't know. know I don't know who that woman was, but she's really stupid. And and I don't I don't know who she works for. I don't know really about her, but she she was I assumed assigned by somebody, some like media company. I don't know. Maybe she won a contest, like a raffle to oh. be there, or she's a podcaster. I don't know. But she she showed up to a news conference. You only get one question typically at these things. I've been to many of them. You get one question, and her question was about. Dealing with the weather in Detroit. <laughs> what is it? 72 degrees in the dome or something like that. They keep it weather controlled, uh, obviously, because it's indoors. <laughs> that is outstanding. Oh, my God. And then Todd Bowles just absolutely took the, the dagger down and said, I'm going to throw the, da- the dagger down. He said, you do know we play indoors, right? They've got a dome. Oh, God. Yeah, clearly, she does not. That was that. next question. That was so good. Oh my god! How, and, and the question went on for like three minutes yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. The worst kind of question. The best kind of question is, "Hey, the weather's going to suck this week, and why? How are you going to handle that?" Or something like that. Right? Real quick, get right to the point. Right? Weather's bad in Detroit. How are you going to deal with that? Boom! Don't give them time to answer. Next question. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's wild. Speaking of wild, we had this guy, Mike from Maine, that called up and he was talking about the weather, or not the weather, he was talking about the uh, the basketball court in Indianapolis at the airport there in honor of the All-Star game. They put a full-size basketball court in the airport so you can play some hoops when you're waiting for your flight, get there early, play some pickup basketball. Well, that is not as cool as what has been going on at the Las Vegas airport. I would like to apologize to Mark Davis the uh, owner there of the Raiders, you see, for the third time, for the third time in the last six months, a person has won a $1 million jackpot playing the slot machines at the Las Vegas airport. Say what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, third time, uh, they, they, they think they call it the Harry Reid International Airport. They changed the name. Uh, he's a hack politician, but not. But uh, the first two jackpots came within a couple weeks, and each of them was won on the Wheel of Fortune game at the airport. But now a third person has been able to get lucky. The unidentified person put a $3 bet down on wild, wild buffalo slot, uh, that that particular slot game. You know one, the, the buffalo, yeah, that one. You've seen that if you've been to Vegas, and won over one million dollars. Don't know anything else about the guy. Don't know what was going on. He just was there. What if that was Mark Davis? Three people in six months winning a million dollars on a slot machine at the airport in Vegas. Wow, that is wild. Wild and crazy. That's the biggest moneymaker for the casinos. It's not poker. It's not the blackjack or sports book action. It's the slot machine. That's why there's more slot machines at casinos than anything else because people love losing their money. They say they're penny slots, but they, they usually you have to bet like 50 cents or a dollar, even though they're, they're supposedly penny slots. And so you end up losing all your money slowly. 
Slowly, 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 slowly. Time now for the Who Am I game. We mentioned this earlier in the hour, but we'll get a little deeper into the weeds now. With Pete Carmichael out in New Orleans, the offensive coordinator let go. I am the NFL's longest tenured offensive coordinator. Now that Pete Carmichael is out with the Saints, I am the NFL's longest tenured offensive coordinator. Who am I? The answer. We'll get to it. And we'll do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is the greatest show on overnight audio earth. It's even better when you join our curious world. We would be appreciative to have you. You'll get to co-mingle with fellow Maller Militia members on Facebook or Instagram. It's just a few clicks away. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Or you can go to at Ben Maller on Fox on Instagram. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And time now for the Who Am I game. A blatant attempt to get you to listen a little bit longer. It appears to have worked. And here it is. With Pete Carmichael out as the offensive coordinator in New Orleans, I am now the NFL's longest tenured OC. Longest tenured offensive coordinator. Who am I? That is the question. What is the answer? Does anyone know the answer in the great unwashed? I'll go page down here. Uh, Donnie Nelson, the offensive coordinator of the Washington Commanders. Guessed by Matt, the Warrior Raider fan. James Earl Jones, who is 93 today from late night drug tester in Montana. Tom Pashorek, wimpy. From Mr. Nice Guy, that's his answer. Mr. McFeely from The American Therapist. Page down. Uh, Who else do we have? Uh, Let's see here. Andrew says the answer is Eddie Garcia, the longest-tenured offensive coordinator for the Steelers. That's Andrew from the Bay Area. Jim Bob Cooter from Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. Art Shell. Art Shell from Justin in Cincinnati, looking pretty good there. Harry Potter from Shane in Des Moines. Mike McCoy, Arizona Cardinal legend, guest by Fields of Green. Andre the Giant from Alf the Alien Opiner. Who else do we have? Big Lou from the LBC. He's on number two. What can Big Lou do for you? Chris Dishman. Uh, another Jim Bob Cooter from Chris in Des Moines. Captain Howdy. From Milkman Mike in Colorado, Sid Gilman from Orange and Blue Blood, Brett. Page down, Mike Riley. He's a nice guy from Robbie, the Mariner fan. What say you, Eddie? Do you have an answer? It's not Fat Patricia, guessed by Stevie Meatballs, or Ronnie Cycli from Rob in Minnesota, or Soupy Sales, guessed by Kenneth the Sports Llama. Well, those are all fine guesses, but the correct answer is briefly former Raiders head coach Tom Cable. Tom Cable. All right. Is it Tom Cable? No. Wrong. No. It's actually a a guy who is the spawn of a former Raiders coach. That would be Brian Callahan of the Cincinnati Bungals. Uh, Brian Callahan. He's only been there since 2019, and he is the longest tenured offensive coordinator in the NFL. Let's go to the phones. We'll say hello to Andre in the Commonwealth. Hello, Andre. Uh, good evening, Ben. Uh, good, good to be with you. Listen, uh, the situation with the Steelers, um, 
I think uh, we, we, we've reached that point where, and obviously the, the classic quote, you know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Mike Tomlin, what is he, uh, 181 in terms of wins. He's got uh, 110 losses. I don't even know why we have ties in, in professional sports, That's you know, professional football specifically. That's ridiculous. Um, but, you know, he is who we, we thought he was. Um, and the Steelers, for all of the loyalty and, and all of the tradition, you know, blue collar, you know, and we rugged and tough, um, this franchise is going nowhere fast. And it's it's frankly uh, shocking, you know, that you have teams that have really changed with the times, uh, i.e. the Detroit Lions. That's a, you know, an obvious example, first playoff win, you know, since 1991. But NFL teams, you know, we're not saying you have to go from one extreme to another and switch out coaches, at, you know, every three years. But Mike Tomlin, for however much of a good guy he is and just the ambassador for the game, you know, he's nowhere near a Super Bowl-level uh, coach. And, you know, it is, he had success early with those Super Bowls, but that's just a fact. Now, you look at Detroit, I, I think Detroit give, gives you a good example because Detroit got rid of Jim Caldwell, and they shouldn't have done that. And then they were awful for quite a while, and then they finally got it right with Dan Campbell, and now he's in the third or fourth year of his program, and it's starting to, to glean results. Um, but this is what we're dealing with here in the Commonwealth in New England. Uh, it's great that you know, Gerard Mayo got the job, and he's a young man and, you know, coach of color in, in, in the Commonwealth specifically, you know, the, given, you know, the, the history. Yeah, but, but uh, you're, you're, uh, Andre, i got to cut you off because you're rambling a little bit. But but here's the thing. Like, the, the Steelers, with Mike Tomlin, they're never going to get it. He's going to have to either die or quit. He'll be there forever. But the rest of my life, Mike Tomlin's going to be the coach there. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.